It's Hannah. Welcome back to the show where we celebrate and interrogate creatives. Again, huge shout out to those of you who have rated or reviewed the show. And if you haven't had a chance, I'd be super grateful. Today, we're going to break format a little bit and play around with it. Once upon a time, my sister Bethany and I had a show called Let the Eaves Drop, and we had a fantastic fan base. And basically every week, we just had themed discussions and ranted and raved about different things and had a lot of fun with it. So today, we're going to do a throwback podcast to that. Bethany joined me. I was watching the red carpet in the very, very beginning of the Oscars, so of course I was randomly interjecting various things I was noticing on the TV, and we just had a good time chatting and decided to hit record. If you end up really liking this format in this episode, go ahead and reach out to me and let me know so we can make sure we incorporate these in the future some more. So if you want to find me online, you can find me on Instagram at Hannah Camacho, last name spelled C-A-M-A-C-H-O. Or you can find me on Twitter at Basic Brainheart. Let me know what you think. I'd be super grateful to hear your thoughts. Without further ado, here's myself and my sister, Bethany. I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can. Okay, cool. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> okay, they just had this... There is this, like, so selfie sticks are a thing, but now it looks like 360 video selfie sticks are a thing. So they were showing some person, I don't know who she was, holding a selfie stick with a 360 video camera on it, just, like, constantly, like, posing and making, like, the model face, which is so awkward. I was like, that's got to be the most awkward 360 video ever. (laughs) So, like, everyone loves selfies, but the second you actually look at someone taking a selfie, you feel stupid. (laughs) And I can't even imagine that in 360 video. Also, Nicole Kidman, I don't know if you saw, I guess at the Grammys, she was like super drunk immediately. And she looks like she's starting this off as well. She, she probably like, hates. She was like in a daze. And Keith Urban, her husband, was like trying to get her to walk away from the cameras because she was yeah. like stuck in pose mode. And I think I think she's already hitting the drink. <laughs> she's, she's like, oh, this is the only way I'm getting through this. <laughs> I don't blame her. (laughs) She's probably so sick to death of all this, all this, these, uh, like a shy person's nightmare. It's gotta be fun for like the first couple years. But then after that, oof, ick. (laughs) Icky times. Did you get to see any of the Grammys? I know you don't have cable. No, because I don't have cable. (laughs) But what I do is I just go, I go and I just watch the top YouTube stuff. And, uh, I get on Tumblr, and generally, if anything weird happens, it lets me know. Yeah, there you go. It's Tumblr is the good good place for news. You, oh, oh, yeah. Are you Reddit at all? I don't know. What I am I, just what been am getting I doing into wrong. It. I can't figure it out or get into it. Like, it's it's a very confusing platform at first. I mean, it's still confusing to me, but even more confusing when you first open it up because it just looks terrible. But um. It's a lot of it has to do with getting in the right subreddit, which um, there's like all sorts of like there's subreddits for, you know, what was it? Eggs, like eggs being cut over toast. 
you know? <laughs> like, just videos of people, like, putting, t- like, eggs on toast and then, like, the over-easy ones. And then they oh would my. just, like, yeah. It's like there's, fetishes? Yes. They're, oh, yeah. <laughs> but there's also subreddits for, like, super deep conspiracy theories that are just way cuckoo. Like, but they're really into it, right? So, you know, and there's... So, like, you go... So, you create a profile and then you just start looking for stuff that you like. And what do you do? Like, follow a group and you just do like an unfolding discussion? I know you can join a subreddit and get notifications and stuff. The main, it works on a system of like thumbs up and thumbs down. So you can actually, I don't have a profile, but I go in there and kind of look at what, I look at top controversial posts (laughs) and I look at um, (laughs) rising posts and I look at the top posts. So basically the most popular things that people are sharing. Okay. um, And the most controversial things that people sharing i need to i need to figure this out because I, I mean it just seems like it's not going away um yeah I just, i've gotten so confused every time i've tried to go to go to venture beyond there's some dark stuff on there yeah i'm sure <laughs> i mean they just recently banned some neo-nazi thing there oh, lovely it was unusual for them because they don't tend to ban anything fun Ever. times well well now ryan gosling's on on screen and kate mckinnon split screen Kate is smiling and she doesn't look very excited to be there. <laughs> Did you see any of the movies that are nominated? Uh, no, I had planned to see La La Land, but every time I think I'm good this week, I'm going to go to the movies and then I get home and I'm too tired and I don't go to the movies. <laughs> You're like bedtime and cookie yeah, I'm dough like, or I could go sit in a theater La La by myself or I could sleep and I'm always going to choose sleeping. <laughs> totally. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I don't, there are several that I wanted to see that I didn't see, but I did see La La Land. No, <gasps> Wait, I did see The Arrival. Oh, yeah, that one is that good. One what was... did you think of that one? I loved it. I felt like it was kind of the answer to really, uh, poorly written movies <laughs> nowadays. Because yes. it was, um, very few tropes and, um style they wrote it in you thought the whole time you knew it was going on but then at the end it turns out you didn't like what you know yes and i thought amy adams was amazing yes like she's there's no way she's gonna win i mean i hope i'm wrong she has been nominated so many times that she's never won and so i really hope she wins because like she's she is so unsure of herself whenever you see her in interviews she's like endearingly um insecure (laughs) And she admits it. Um, and I'm just waiting for her to win. She needs That would be kind of great. She was so good. Like, I was crying, I think, in the first five minutes of Arrival. She like, carried that film. Oh, she did. She was amazing. I'm just, I'm rooting for her. She's my only girl. beef with that film was, like, the main, um, the, like, commander dude that was in charge of this camp that they had created for the U.S. He was, to me, way too stupid to be in that position. Like... <laughs> He just seems like to life. right, but like he just seems so tropey and unwilling to yeah. accept. I mean, like there's literally aliens. You can't be hard nosed human about everything. Like true, it just that was a little bit concerning to me because I'm like, true. would the U.S. really send a dude like him to be in charge of this camp? I don't know. Yeah, that, probably. That I mean, <laughs> I do agree with you there. That well, yeah, he was he was definitely like a stereotype for sure. Or, like, pressuring her to get stuff done in a certain amount of time. I'm like, we're dealing with aliens here, man. Aliens. <laughs> we have no clue. <laughs> like, because what's going aliens. on? 
Yeah, work totally. on my human timetable. Totally. And I didn't see Fences. I'm looking through the, the nominees again or, um, for Best Picture. I wanted to see that. That's a Denzel Washington and... Um, that was oh, the one goodness. that was a play that was made into a, a screenplay, totally. right? Totally. Yeah, and and I've heard amazing things. And then Hacksaw Ridge, I haven't seen because I don't really care about movies like that. And that's terrible. Fake, fake Southern accent is all I think <laughs> of when I hear that one. Yep. Hell or High Water, nope, haven't seen it. Hidden Figures, I still have yet to see. I really want to see it. I just, yeah. for whatever reason, haven't nailed to Lava Land, definitely. Is it Janelle Monet in that one? Yes. And she's in, she's in I believe, Moonlight as well. Wow. Which is another like highly rated nominated movie that I want to see Manchester by the sea. I didn't see yet either lion. I haven't seen yet either, but they're all amazing. I hear. So I have, I have to catch up, but it'll be truly interesting to see if the stereotypes. I'll see that when they come out on VHS. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. My favorite. When do these come out on? Why don't they say on the internet anymore? When the VHS is coming out, it's only Blu-ray and digital. Whenever I pass a bookstore nowadays, it's just like they're trying to get rid of all their VHSs, and I'm halfway <laughs> tempted to buy them just because I feel like it's going to be like records, True. you know? They're going to come back. Where I'm like, somebody's going to be like, this is the VHS version of Monsters Incorporated. <laughs> yes, it's the so blue analog. VHS. Remember? Monsters Inc. was blue VHS. Oh, yeah, it was. And we thought that was like the coolest thing ever. The coolest. Oh, because snap. it was. <laughs> <laughs> what? How innovative are they that they did a different color? Instead of black? <laughs> let's so do amazing. blue. What? Yeah, that was cool. It seems like there was a green one, too. But I can't remember what. Shrek? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't own Shrek. <laughs> I didn't. I can't. I do not understand. The one thing I hate more than the Shrek movie is Shrek memes. Oh, yeah. And the... And Shrek memes are the only thing I hate more than minion memes. <laughs> I would have to agree with you there. The memes. The memes these days are redonk. Like when somebody posts a minion meme, I just wonder what thought process they have in their head. Because <laughs> I would genuinely like to know. <laughs> Start to psychologically profile people just by the gifts they choose or the memes oh, they choose. So the if you're feeling anxious... Choose five memes or gifts you would send to a friend. And mm, also, what is telling. it with reposting memes that are obviously terrible picture quality? Like <laughs> someone's been screenshotting it and reposting it, and then someone else screenshot it and reposted yes. it, and it looks terrible. Don't post those memes, okay? PSA. Don't do that. <laughs> save us. Save us all. Save me the cringe. Save my forehead the wrinkle, like the cringe wrinkles. <laughs> Yes. Yes, queen. <laughs> it's a good point. It's a good it's a good PSA. I'm going to pull up our list. We can uh in a minute we can jump into some themes and then we'll okay. do lots of rabbit trails and tangents cuz I've been recording this whole time. I'm I'm good at those. Dun, dun, dun. So, um I'm going to catch some listeners up. For those of you who may not be aware, we used to be really famous. We used to have a oh, yeah. super popular show <laughs> called let the eaves drop and it was it was people were raving about it it was it was catching fire and basically ranting we, we, and raving ranting and raving in one show <laughs> it was it was massively popular and so we had segments 
And these segments led to many a rabbit trail. And so we're going to do a throwback, of course. While in the midst, um, I will be interrupting with random Oscar uh, commentary as I watch it here live. But and I'm not because I don't have cable. Yeah, so. So, so I'll be your lifeline. I'll keep you. I'll keep you informed of all the pop culture goodness. Um, but our first segment today is going to be current events and or pop culture, and both of us are going to choose a topic that relates to this segment and and discuss. discuss. So Bethany, yes. <sighs> Do I choose a current event and or? piece of pop culture well, okay so it's kind of a mix of those but as always like i usually do every single day i'm going to rant about social media behavior <laughs> um you're gonna be a social so like, media behaviorist like it's gonna oh be man, a new psychological i would i would teach a class degree. everything that annoys me on social media <laughs> um so but the thing it has to do with current events because it's it's something people do Regardless of if you are a quote, quotation mark, conservative or quotation mark, liberal or something else, people tend to, on social media, use extremely volatile language whenever they are spinning events. So you could have the same exact clip from the same exact thing with, with you know, some political figure and they'll be like, you know... The one side will be like, so-and-so destroys this person with their answer. <laughs> and you're like, that, that sounds just so um, bent already. Like, it's spun. And then you yes. go to the same video on the other side, and it's like, so-and-so silences the crowd <laughs> with their response. And they, every, everyone just spins it how they want it to be. It's true. Instead of just looking at the video or whatever as it is, and and using less volatile language, <laughs> like so and so responds to critics about blah blah blah. I know I'm not being very um, specific. I'm just trying. I'm no, trying not to be volatile, <laughs> but you know, I I understand. It's I'm not. True. I'm not even uh, against people using strong language uh, for for things that are truly abhorrent. I don't. I don't care about that. But when you're when it's um opinions but yeah when it's something that's somewhat opinionated or it's it's uh what do you call it benign like let's say there's a political figure that you just hate everything they do and they could like step down the stairs wrong and someone's making a meme about it and like oh doesn't even know how to like look how can how can this person lead this state if they can't even walk down the stairs correctly and you're like this has nothing to do with anything okay like Use your volatile language when someone does something truly abhorrent. That's cool. Like, do that. Use your and, uh, words. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I'm mostly talking about news news sites. Because, like, yes. everyone's allowed to do their own opinion the on whatever. Bait. Yeah. Clickbait yeah. everywhere all the time. And that is my current event rants. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one. And it's yeah. the truth. And people love to repost them when, like, it's it's like anger. It's like pent up anger in a headline and when it like somehow gives you a sense of um like revenge or I don't know on the other side justification you just like repost it. It's true. It's true. I agree. My uh pop culture thing is a little it's less um philosophical philosophical. Uh it's about actually the Grammys and the Academy Awards because 
because I feel like there needs to be another level of award ceremony because <laughs> some of these people are clearly too good. Like, for instance, it I know that Beyonce, everybody talks about her all the time. She's like in a different, she's like at a different level of artistry than, than pretty much everyone else. Yeah. Like, so I almost feel like she's too good for, for the, um, the Grammys. I mean, not like she thinks she's too good, but she's just too talented. Yeah. <laughs> she's a visual artist and a musician and it's just a whole different level. And she brought being pregnant, like back. Oh, she, did you see her like that performance she did yes. with the monologue at the beginning about motherhood? I yeah, was floored. That was at the I loved it. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Like, it was so, so good. It was just like a totally different level. It was like she was in a different universe than everybody And when she else. said like, are you thankful for the hips that cracked? I got goosebumps everywhere because like, I was like, oh. She's amazing. Like her, yeah. her, the level of poetry that oozes from her is, it's like, again, it's like a whole different thing <laughs> than everybody else is doing. It's incredible. Also for at the Academy Awards, like I just feel like there are certain people that are beyond the Academy Awards. Do you want to name names? Their own little ceremony. <laughs> Say what? Do you want to name names of who these people are? Uh, Meryl Streep. Oh, yeah. For instance, like some of these queens. Um, Viola <laughs> Davis would be another one. Yes. She's incredible. She's a queen. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I just feel like there needs to be, instead of like, it just feels like one ceremony for everyone. I don't know. It feels like there should be levels. Kind of like, yeah. You know, I also I also feel I wonder how it must feel for an artist to constantly submit themselves to what everyone else thinks of them. True. Um, and it's because it, it, everything's become a game. And sometimes I think we forget to appreciate the artistry for itself rather than like, oh, it won an award. Well, cool. Yes. What if I just like it? I like some really some movies that are terribly <laughs> rated on Rotten Tomatoes. They're like 23% on Rotten Tomatoes. But I, love them. I don't know if we can be friends anymore. <laughs> yeah. But I love them because I just find something interesting in the art. And I'm like, yes. maybe maybe more people should just be like, I like it or just because just because it didn't even win an award, but I like it. <laughs> Yeah, I think the other day on NPR, they were talking about how nerds and geeks, if you can pile those two groups into one, um, actually get excited when the general population flocks to be happy about something they love. They actually like it when there's more people added to the group, but hipsters do the opposite. Uh. <laughs> they want to be counterculture, and as soon as everyone else starts liking what they like, it's no longer cool. I found that <laughs> to be super interesting. I was like, oh, that's a good point. Yeah, it's a little bit of an elitist attitude. <laughs> it's true. I'm the only one that's allowed to appreciate the deeper meanings of this artistry here. I, I liked it first. Now everyone else can't like it. It's not And cool you can't anymore. like it second. You only like it because I liked it. Yeah. Also, this kid, okay, now right now on TV is Damien Chazelle, the director of La La Land. He is, I believe, 31. What? That's crazy what have i done with my life i know right it makes you feel like <laughs> i can't i can't even he i mean like the again i think that some of the messages from other movies that were nominated are certainly probably more deserving of an award he they will la la land will probably win you cannot argue that and once you see it, you'll totally know what I'm talking about. But like the 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 beautification and artistry, most of the scenes were one shots. 
Like they really? just, the camera was just rolling and sweeping like through these like old school musicals. Totally. Wow. And like yeah, they didn't they didn't ever cut ever. And sometimes the stakes were really high. Like they only had two days to shoot during magic hour. And it was a, just this, like this one continuous shot of a dance scene. And they only had 30 minute windows um, to do it during magic hour. And like the opening scene is they actually stopped a ramp. Um, so in Los Angeles, they just had a bunch of cars parked on it. There was no traffic for two full days. And they did this super elaborate dance scene. I don't even know how they got the camera between all the parked cars, but it was constantly like going places and following people and people were hopping on top of cars. Like it's, it's pretty insane what they pulled off. So, I mean, I get it. I'm, I'm, I guess we'll see what happens, but yeah, I'll be shocked if it doesn't win. Also, like, I think it's interesting that, um, for the Oscars, it tends to be the, the films that have the, the heart wrenching, like cry your eye out yeah just, just one eye <laughs> don't cry both of them out um that would make those are the ones out of both eyes that are generally seen as uh more high-minded and artistic and sometimes i feel like that's a shame because yeah. um you know people even people in your own life there are the serious ones in your life there are also people who like to have fun and you like both of them right you're not just going to constantly True. like give an award to the serious one. <laughs> I would be the serious one in most people's lives. So <laughs> I know I appreciate people. Need to people give you more aren't... awards. Nah, <laughs> deserve more awards. And the friend of the year award goes yeah. to not me. <laughs> the funny one. Yes, the funny one. <laughs> At Christmas time, nobody knows this, but that's actually when you're giving like your your Life Academy awards out. Like yes, who you who you really love. You're like actually giving them awards. Uh, yeah, and the best award for drama queen cough cough <laughs> goes to <laughs> you didn't know this was yeah the, yeah a diary so you can keep it all in there <laughs> keep it all inside do not speak about this anymore <laughs> totally all right on to the next topic which is our favorite rant or rave or rave and uh, I, I will let you again go, go okay. first. I'm going to rave about something that I just made you watch. <laughs> it's a music video called Turbo Killer by Carpenter Brute, uh, directed by Seth Ackerman. But it is the most beautiful music video that I've ever seen in my whole life. And I have a total crush on this video <laughs> because the, the colors are amazing. Yeah, they are pretty, and pretty astounding. It's just so eye-popping, and it's um actually they raised money on Kickstarter to make this video, and they are raising money on wow. Kickstarter to make the follow-up video. They were gonna actually try to make a full film, but they didn't raise enough money, so they just ended up making the oh. one music video. But they are raising money to make the second one. It is just so beautiful. It's like if if the '80s and like the most beautiful color spectrum in the world got married, <laughs> it would be this video. <laughs> <laughs> like so check it you gotta out, watch people. it it's maybe we could put a link or something to it i don't know but <laughs> yeah we will I'll, I'll link to it i showed somebody else a video and they were like yeah it was cool looking i was like justin was cool looking it was the best video i've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> this is the most frustrating thing when like you love something and you show it to someone and they're like meh okay you're like yeah it's all nice. right it was okay you're like all oh, right you don't understand so watch your mouth <laughs> It's yeah, it's it's interesting how like pieces of artistry draw that out in some people and then they don't like 
some people just don't resonate with it at yeah. all. Like, and uh, see, I'm also a huge fan of Fallout 4, and they're, one of the main characters is wearing a gas mask the entire video, and so that also spoke to me because in Fallout 4, I don't know if you've ever played it, uh, those of you listening or... But you often wear a gas mask in that. And so it just was like, oh, it's a fusion of all the things that I love. <laughs> all but in yeah. one. I actually there, had a kid today tell me she does not like color at all. I was at like, all. You don't. How can you be a kid and not like colors? She's trying to be a hipster. <laughs> Maybe. I said, so you're doing the whole monochrome thing? Yeah. She's like, what's that? <laughs> I don't like colors. All right. All right. Okay. Do you have a rant or a rave? I do. Um, so I'm getting super irritated at this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rant. So Go for it. every channel on TV is now trying to transition to the digital world, you know, because they know people aren't really watching traditional TV anymore. Mm-hmm. And so every single one of them is now trying to charge 10 bucks a month or even more just to watch their channel online. So they don't necessarily want to conform to you know, like a live television format and merge with something like Hulu where it could be just, you know, maybe you pay a little extra and can watch live television. That doesn't, that's not unveiled yet, but they're working towards that. They all want to do their own thing and it's going to cost so much money and it's, it's just so stupid. Like why can't they just figure something out because it's going to just get ridiculous. And it's like, everybody has this giant ego and they all want to be like, no, if you want to watch CBS, you have to pay 10 bucks a month to watch it on, on the internet. When like, seriously just do ads. Like, yeah, no, (laughs) it's like um, (laughs) every other live, like Twitch or even YouTube, there are, there are live streaming news, you know, news, um, channels now that are gaining more popularity simply because it is easier to access their material than it is um like to access the tv like i don't have cable as i already mentioned but um so i i I will yeah you know what i don't i don't think i've mentioned that before but um so like for instance i don't know if you've heard of the young turks or the turks or whatever you call them they they're one of the the most popular like online news source and they're definitely progressive um Slated towards more liberal, but people watch them because, you know, people don't it's watch easy. TV anymore, and yeah. they you don't have to pay to watch them. It's just there, you know, and and they get sponsorships and ads and whatnot to try to, you know, they do stuff on Kickstarter to raise money to hire new people and whatnot. But people do it because they support that idea. So, so it's yeah, you just have all these networks being run by these old-fashioned folks who don't understand the digital world, and so they're just so sure that. Our service is worth 10 bucks a month. And then, of course, because a million people sign up, they think it's successful and then it's going to it's going to be a hang up for everyone else. And they're not going to want to merge. It's going to be oh, it's going to turn into a nightmare. Yeah, so I'm not excited. Old guard. About it. It's not cool, people. No. Rant. So right now um, I'm watching the red carpet still. I can just tell it's actually great to have it on mute because I always get super annoyed by all the stupid questions <laughs> that they ask. Like, could you, you be, think you're going to win? Do you think you're going to win? What does it What does it mean to you to be here tonight? If you were interviewing people on the red carpet, what kinds of questions would you ask? Them? Oh, man, I'd mostly probably be like, how much do you hate being here right now? <laughs> Because that's what I I would wish somebody would ask me that. I would be like, are you hungry? And like, 
is that dress how uncomfortable is that yes. dress on a scale are your from feet one killing two? you have you yes. eaten today because those okay i try to i try to dress up often um because i just like to i'm like one of those people who likes to make fashion statements and sometimes when i wear dresses that are you know nicer it is so uncomfortable <laughs> All day, all I can think of is yes. like I can't wait till I get home and I can put on comfy things. <laughs> all right, I gotta, I gotta pull my list open here. What's the next, the next segment is true confessions. Uh-huh. So, Bethany, what's your true <laughs> confession? As all right, of late? well, as of late, it's that I pretend I don't hear things that I hear. <laughs> um, like. So it, it'll make sense in a second. So like when you're at work, often uh, most of us wear headphones, you know, like big ones because we're working with games and we're trying to hear stuff. But I often am not even playing anything on them. <laughs> I just kind of wear them as like um, I'm doing something right now. You know, please don't necessarily interrupt me. But like people will be talking and I'll even hear my name of like, oh yeah, let's ask Bethany to do this project or whatever. And I'm like totally listening it and I'm prepared and I'm like researching it already in my head. And they'll be like, oh, hey, hey, Bethany, excuse me. We were just talking and I'm like, and then I pretend that I didn't hear the entire conversation. Like, you know, and then I do, I do this at coffee shops too when I'm over, like my favorite is listening in on first dates because they are so awkward. (laughs) And they'll be saying, like, the funniest, most awkward thing. Not because they're trying to be funny, but because they're, like, as a person looking in, it's like, this is so awkward. I just pretend I don't hear anything they're saying. Um, but I, I am listening very intently. <laughs> like, they try to impress each other, and, and one of them will ultimately end up laughing too hard. Oh, no. a, a fake laugh, like, ha, 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 that's hilarious, you're so funny. And and I'm like I just heard that joke and it wasn't funny at all. So, like, um, and even things like walking down the sidewalk, like this is this is a bad one. But when like people like Greenpeace or you know people are like, would you like to sign this you know petition? I just like pretend I don't hear them and continue walking because <laughs> just I don't they they make me nervous. I've got yes. I'm not necessarily the most bold person in the world, and when someone's like. Please, like, put your email on this. Like, I just walk on, pretend I don't hear them, <laughs> because I am a rude person. But that's my that's my true confession. Oh, okay. Sorry, what? Yeah, I don't even what. Sorry, bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs> so, that's a good true confession because I think a lot of us are guilty of it. Yeah. Um, my true confession is that my morning routine <laughs> is. Um, rather than being like super orderly and peaceful like it should be is totally survival mode <laughs> at the stage in my life like I keep wishing that it could be a so orderly and my day could start out so peaceful and we could all just be happy but like <laughs> it truly it's like well, 45 minutes still work roll out of bed quick yeah. kids, brush your teeth <laughs> and we also got them tongue scrapers which that's a whole whole thing that's kind of fun <laughs> So now I don't just say brush your teeth. It's brush your teeth and scrape your tongues. Quick, get your clothes on. Oh, I didn't lay them out last night because I'm totally a disorganized mom. Oh, yeah, where? Oh, I washed them. Oh, they're in the dryer. Um, okay, let's get some blue. Oh, I need to pack your lunches. Oh, did you do your homework? Oh, yeah, we, did. we didn't do your homework. <laughs> like, I'm totally one of those moms. And then I get them all out the door. And then I take all of, like, five minutes to get ready because I'm, I'm definitely one of those, like, like beauty hack or just life hack people like yeah. what is the bare minimum I can 
do <laughs> to get away like, with and still function in society everyone away um and so it's totally like people could see behind the scenes of our lives it's totally survival mode totally. i like i think uh, that you're probably not even close to the only one because <laughs> every morning sure looks like normal. that for me <laughs> yeah. i'm like I have I've made the habit of setting my alarm even like 30 minutes earlier than than I have to get up because I I have to have 30 minutes of just laying there in bed pumping myself up of like getting out of this. bed in the morning and like get up. okay okay we're gonna okay we can do this and then and then the worst is getting dropping your kid off at school and seeing that every other kid has some kind of like dollar bill they're holding or you know something special is going on that day and you're like I didn't what like. <laughs> Wait, what, what's going on? Yeah, what? Oh man, I don't like. I don't even understand what's going on right now. I was, oh, I was supposed to do that. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Sorry, kids. Love you. <laughs> Love you. Have fun. Bye. <laughs> Love ya. By the way, okay. Now, sorry. There's more running commentary. Mel Gibson is now on screen, and his oh, girlfriend man. is like twelve. <laughs> I just looked it up to make sure that was his girlfriend. I was like, maybe it's his daughter. Um, I'm sure she's younger than at least one his, of his daughters. Maybe it's his granddaughter. <laughs> like, oh, man. I just look. Oh, oh, that bothers me so much. Didn't like, she just have a baby? Maybe she did. Uh, Maybe. Like It um, was like his 11th child or something. Oh, <laughs> it's probably yeah. exaggeration, but it was probably oh, like. Yeah, you're uh, right. It's his ninth child. I'm looking oh, it up right now. Oh, my yep. goodness. I mean, wow. And he's 61, and she looks like she's in her mid-20s. I mean, maybe she's, I don't know, but still, I'm just like, seriously? Seriously. Wow. Also, right now on screen is Emma Stone, and I think she brought her brother, which is cool. He, she's been bringing her brother to everything, because <laughs> uh, she and Andrew Garfield are no longer together. So, like, oh. her brother's like, oh, were you, were you shipping them? I did. I shipped them. I totally shipped that. Andrew Garfield is like super like intellectual. You can tell like, when you hear him talk. You can tell he like gets in his head a lot about stuff. And they, I know that they it ended well. Like they're still really good friends. But yeah, she's, she's maybe he got her, in his head too much about it. Yeah, maybe she's she's a uh, she's bringing her brother to everything, which is which is fun. Because as the sibling of somebody who's experiencing a lot of success, like. It would kind of be fun to like go along for the ride a little bit. So oh I think yeah, it's cool for when, sure. When people bring their family members, instead of being like, "Bro, stay over there. I'm famous now. <laughs> I'm famous now. You can't talk to me." This is yes. And Lin Manuel Miranda was on not long. Is that how you say it? Lin Manuel Miranda, right? Yeah, it, I always get tongue tied when I try to say it. Yeah, he brought his mom, so that was, was kind of cool. So that's it for True Confessions. And, and the final segment that I have at least written down, I'm sure we'll have some rabbit trails, um, uh, is Deep Thoughts. Because we don't have enough of those. Oh, man. I definitely don't. Have, oh, man. I know. Just you, hit, kidding. You, hit, you hit your quota at like 9 a.m. Oh, yeah. For the day. <laughs> and see, the problem is I get to work and I'm just thinking about, who can I talk to about this thing that I'm thinking without somebody being like, why do you think about that stuff? <laughs> yeah, and you're still kind of new at your job, so you're probably still like feeling. Yeah, I'm like, who's cool? Yeah, I try what? to like, I try to, you know, I try to do the, the joke pass first, which is make a lot of jokes when you're talking and I am with people, see how they respond, 
make the jokes a little darker, see how they respond to that, <laughs> and then transition into, uh, hey, have you ever thought about, like... <laughs> have you ever thought about this? Yeah. So, sometimes, like, people genuinely, like, do not know how to respond to me, and I, I generally back off of them, and I just <laughs> okay. go back. I go back to joke me. I'm like, all right, we're just going back to the jokes. <laughs> I'm just going to have fun from here on out. Yeah. That's an interesting, I don't know that I've heard of that that method before. I'll have to try that out. It's it's my my method that I've developed over <laughs> years and years of making people awkward. <laughs> Yells. So the deep thoughts. Yes. What's your deep um, thought? My deep thought is can be summed up like this. People are bad listeners. <laughs> and what? and I have several points to make on this. Um, because I don't know why. I mean, you probably remember this because, I mean, we're siblings. But ever <laughs> since I was very young, I always had the desire for someone to listen to me very intently. And, um, you know, I would drag our mother out of bed almost every night to be like, I have something to tell you. You, you must listen. listen to me. Yes. But um, some things I've noticed about people is, like, poor listening habits. And I will name a few of them. Like, one of them is um, hijacking a story to make it about yourself. So if someone mm. comes up to you and says, oh, my gosh, my boyfriend broke up with me. I am so sad, uh, blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, well, my boyfriend broke up with me once. <laughs> You know, yes. you're you're hijacking the subject that they've brought to the table to make it about yourself. And I just I feel like that in general, sometimes it's it's welcome when someone's like, I feel like I'm alone and nobody else feels one. like me. Then you can be like, just, so you know, you're not like you're OK. But hijacking to make it about yourself, trying to fix it. Like if someone's like, OK, same scenario. I broke up with a boyfriend. You're like, well, what you should do now is. Um, immediately call him and say these five things and like try try to fix it rather than just listening and letting them vent about how much their heart is broken yes. and how they will never be the same again and there are no fish in the sea and blah 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 um, yes. and then the third would be like not having curiosity about someone so if someone t comes up to you and says like oh man like this week's been really rough and you're like oh yeah I hear you and that's it, you know, rather than like, oh, tell me why, you know, like, what's going on? What's what's going on? Like, are you all right? You know, showing curiosity and then um, being dismissive is another one where let's say someone comes up and is like, oh, my boyfriend broke up with me. And you're like, well, at least you have your mother in your life. OK. <laughs> and like anytime, anytime you're responding to somebody's heartbreak with, well, at least probably just stop just stop. Just stop. Do not finish the sentence. Just just Don't stop even. and listen because that is one of the most like slap in the face things to say to somebody uh, when they're going through tragedies. I've had that like in my life when I've gone through tragedies. Somebody's yes. like, well, at least this. And I'm just like, I want to slap you in the face, but I'm not going to because I try to be a good person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a good person. Yeah. That's, that's my deep – it's something I've been thinking about quite a lot lately. And even I find myself all the time doing this as, yeah. as being a poor listener and trying to strive to be a better one and um, letting people have the space to express everything rather than shutting them down with yourself. It's good. That is it's my good thought. Thoughts. It's good Good. Good food for thought. <laughs> Thank you, Bethany. Num, num, num. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, let's see. My um, deep thought – for the 
month because I only have one a month. (laughs) And then I just ponder upon it for days on end is how harmful I think optimization and automation is going to be to humans Mm. Um, because we're going to be able to, and we're already starting to be able to automate like so many things in our lives that, and we, so we don't have to do them anymore. And Oh my goodness, look at all this free time we have. And optimization is a huge buzzword. And everybody's always like, how do we optimize this? How do we optimize our days? How do we optimize our meetings? Which is good to some degree. I totally agree with it. But I feel like, I feel like, (laughs) um, (laughs) oh wait, it's the Oscars again. (laughs) Wait, we should do Valley Girl philosophy. I feel like... Guys, I I feel like this is really just not going to help us. I feel like existentialism is the answer. Guys. So just... um, And neuroscience tells us that you need a certain amount of like menial task in your life every day. You You need to actually do repetitive things that don't require a lot of focus for a number of hours per day that could be cleaning it could be walking it could be just stuff that you that forces you to to not take in social media or the web or anything where you're just consuming and consuming and consuming information you need time to disengage and allow your brain to create um and I feel like I feel like there we go again (laughs) I just feel like this is really gonna hurt us um I I I think there's already you already see so many people craving like um a lifestyle that requires more attention and more work and like minimalism and and sort of like living off the land and and uh like what do they call it self like when a house is self like sustaining yes thank you self-sustaining I can't (laughs) think of words anymore it's that valley girl in me just <laughs> makes me lose my vocabulary, vocabulary. <laughs> it just doesn't work out so i feel i feel like the automation and optimization is really it's i'm sure it's gonna have a lot of good effects but i also feel like it's gonna have a lot of terrible psychological effects and already like even with my kids i see you know of course they would rather be playing their ipads than <laughs> than doing other stuff but having to make them carve time out in a day to totally disengage and just Mm -hmm. create which is something that as kids we did all the time because we didn't have all this these fancy gadgets um is like super important and they tend to be a lot happier i noticed their moods actually plummet if i slip and let them like just play for a long time on their ipads then they tend to get super grouchy and just like they're not in a good headspace yeah but when they take that time to kind of make themselves just disengage and create. And I know I do that too. Like if I can disengage, I'm such a happy, I'm a much happier person. So that's my, my deep that's thought a good for point. the month. I oh, feel like it's hard for yes. me. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say Justin Timberlake is dancing on stage now. Of course he is. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say though? I, I tend to be the kind of person that f- I will emotionally beat myself up. If I'm not doing something like if I'm even walking, I'm like, should I should be listening to an audiobook or um, even at oh, work yeah. when I'm actively doing very like mind strenuous tasks, I'll be like, well, I should be, you know, listening to a book or feeding my mind or and, and on lunch I'll be I will I will be like, you need to be reading, you need to be doing this. And it's I think it could be very detrimental to me personally because I had this 
unreachable standard that I don't even know where I got it from, but it's there. And to allow myself the space to be like, it's okay to just sit there and think about something. I mean, I already do that enough at night and in the morning, but you know. (laughs) Yeah, that's interesting because I know I struggle with that too. Like if I'm cleaning, I'm like, I need to be listening to a podcast. Come on. Like I'm getting my podcast, my bachelor's in podcastery. Yeah. (laughs) Like. Um, my brain's not busy enough. I'm not putting enough in, but, and I did that for several years, but like I would get burned out. Like I'd just be like, Oh, I can't take any more. Like (laughs) I'm cramming so much in. And so after doing a lot of reading and of course, just thinking in common sense, um, started to back off on that a little bit. And if I don't feel like listening to something or, or reading a book, then I just don't do it. Like, yeah, maybe it's time to just let my brain create and let the default mode network get stimulated but yeah so it's true that's good 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 deep thought it's good times guys well they're dancing at the oscars now and uh wait all the people everyone so justin timberlake went into the middle of everyone and they all started dancing and now they're clapping and doing their fake tv smile faces when they know it's, it's always funny when the camera zooms in on someone and they don't know that they're <laughs> they're being watched at the oscars and they've yeah. got like this you know, resting bitch face or something. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, <laughs> and they notice, and then and they like, realize, they're like, oh, they're oh, like, yes, I get love out this. of my face because I didn't know you were watching me. It's crazy. Well, I yeah, guess- I would, I would have the worst reaction faces because <laughs> generally, i i tend to ha- I tend to make very strange or animated facial expressions, which some people can't read because to me, like, um. Even my confused face, people take super uh, like, strongly. What are you? What are you thinking? They're like, oh wow! Like, no, it's not that bad. And I'm like, no, I was just confused. It was just a confused face. Like, I'm not telling you you're the worst person in the world or anything like that. <laughs> I don't mean. I just Guys, sometimes I, I wish I could hold up little cards next to my facial expressions and be like, this does not mean I hate you. You know? Totally. I don't know. I think I. Because I tend to do the same thing. I heard some person on a podcast like months ago talking about how some people have, for lack of a better term, the first person shooter brain and some people have the third person shooter brain where politicians, for instance, always like have this vision of themselves. Like they know how people are perceiving them and seeing them and everything they do. So they're constantly like super conscious about how they look and -hmm. how their expression looks and what they're doing is how is how it's being perceived and it's like again they have like that outsider view of themselves and then there are some yeah. people who like totally are just first person shooter don't necessarily they're not necessarily mindful of how they're coming across <laughs> and they don't sense. mean it badly that's just their view you, which one do you find yourself in i think i tend to be more the third person shooter if i'm really relaxed with someone i'll be the first person shooter yeah <laughs> That sounds terrible. If there could be a better term for that, but um, I yeah I do do tend to be like hyper diplomatic in most situations and constantly thinking how's that going to be perceived? How's that going to be perceived? But if I'm really comfortable with somebody, I switch into like the I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> that gonna, that makes more sense. Gonna do, what about you? Um, so I feel like I'm simultaneously both because I used to I I used to be like only third person. I thought, how am I, you know, all the time, how am I coming across? What are they thinking of me? Um, And so much to the point where I would edit everything I would say to Mm. um, perfectly package what I thought they thought of me. 
Oh. And it got to the point that I was so stressed out about it that I just decided, like, I uh, and I had, like, uh, I struggled with, like, uh, um, at the time where I, I changed from this to to be both at the same time, I was struggling with a lot of depression and anxiety yeah. to the point where I realized how detrimental that mindset was to myself. So I just decided not to, I, I decided, I, I still understand how I'm perceived, but I also fight for honest communication from myself because um, otherwise I feel really pent up <laughs> like <laughs> not being honest and you know always packaging my words so that someone else would perfectly perceive me that's just not gonna happen yeah that's a good point I think I think the American culture definitely champions that packaging like always trying to be super super uh, overly sensitive as opposed to sometimes it's appropriate to have raw honesty and oh, yeah. it should always be delivered kindly when well when necessary or possible but um yeah it's, it's a good point it's a good point balance <laughs> you can switch between balance. first and third yeah and and sometimes it depends on the person like you were saying uh some people like i feel do not deserve the respect of a uh of of me packaging myself because yeah. either they've crossed my boundaries too many times and caused me actual harm. So yes. I cease to care about how I am viewed by, by these people. And I just, it's all raw. <laughs> like, yeah, um, that's fair. But that's, that's very few people in my life, but that has happened before. <laughs> it's a, uh, it's, it's, it's a good point. <laughs> I think for people who, who do tend towards diplomacy, it's, it's a needed, it's a needed lesson and tool. Yeah, that, so, that is very true. Yeah, so Jimmy Kimmel is hosting the Oscars. What do you think of Jimmy Kimmel? Do you ever watch his stuff? I don't like him very much. Yeah, I don't really either. I, his style, I just can't get behind. Like, uh, and I'm not saying he's he's a bad person or shouldn't be watched, but but it's not it an seems like watch. it seems like a shy person masquerading as an extrovert and it doesn't seem very convincing to me yeah it doesn't um, seem very genuine it's, it's very difficult for me to see any genuineness in anything i watch of his so yeah that's that's fair and i tend to like i can stomach jimmy fallon a little bit easier um and i think he's funnier <laughs> um but like folks like I don't know if that you would put John Oliver in the exact same category, kind of, sort of, but he's in a sort of a league of his own. I like John um, Oliver, though. He's, he's pretty great. <laughs> you know, I learned, which somewhat shocked me, just because of because I watch his stuff, and he tends to be like you know on the more liberal side, which I'm fine with, like fine with because I tend to agree with him. But like, um, he met his wife at the RNC. Really? She is a she is a vet, like a a marine, Whoa. I think. And I, and I just thought that was so interesting. I cuz I learned really that the cool. other day. I think I was reading his Wikipedia page or something, and I was like, that is so interesting. I would not have expected that, but that is cool. I wonder like, if she's still like conservative and Yeah, I don't know. Down. <laughs> I respect that a lot. If yeah. you know, two people with different opinions can get along and get past that. Yeah. I think that's mature. Because <laughs> he strikes really me as the type of person that would be, like, for his stage persona, a pretty mature person in real life. Yeah. Like, so I, I, it made me like him more because I was like, totally. that's that's kind of awesome. Like you know, whole, like whole episode he did on multi-level marketing. Skills. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I loved that episode so much. It was a good one. 
Oh, because it just, I mean, I, I know I've ranted to you a million times about that, but man. <laughs> if I see one more Facebook message. Yeah, or people who like cozy up to you on Facebook just to try to sell you stuff. And just like, yep. I know you don't care about me, so stop messaging <laughs> me. Like, <laughs> Do not reach out to me about this. That Yeah, that's something, unfortunately, like you'll, you'll, somebody will send you a friend request and you haven't talked to them for, you know, eight, nine, ten years. And they've not reached out to you other than just a, a friend request. What is Meryl Streep doing? <laughs> She's literally hiding her face behind her husband. <laughs> they must what? have made a joke about her or something. <laughs> By the way, her husband hates these events so much. Like, oh, but he still goes with her. But he goes with her. <laughs> Good for they him. They married for forever. I think they have five kids. Anyways, um, what was I saying? <laughs> oh, somebody said you uh, like a oh, Facebook yeah, message. Yeah. And then so talk. I'm like, why do they want to be friends with me? Not that I want to be mean or not open to stuff, but like, um, yeah, then I went to their like about page and I was like, oh, yep, they're an ambassador for such and such. Yeah. Sorry. Like, no, no thanks. I One time. I, yes. Oh, go ahead. No, I'm just going to say, because before I have accepted those requests and immediately, hi, have oh. you thought of purchasing this? <gasps> yeah, I, I actually, some one time that happened, I accepted a friend request and then all over their Facebook was just post after post with like, <laughs> buy this and here's a meme about why you should buy this. And I was just like, unfriend right away. Like, <laughs> I don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty liberal with the unfriend button. Not going to lie. Just like, eh. Bye. I haven't talked to you in five years. <laughs> yeah. One time, though, I um I got a message from somebody because they, <laughs> they, they told me this story about me in college that I don't remember. So they were like, you said in college once that if I ever wrote a book, you would read it. And I was like, I don't remember that. <laughs> like, I tend to remember most conversations. Probably I don't remember a that. Canned, a canned message they send out. And so then they were like, I self-published this book. So, uh read it and I was like I totally bypassed that and I was like how have you been like I heard that like this has been a little rough for you the last few years I just want to know how you're doing and and their response was no joke this read my book oh like my and find goodness. out and I was just like okay unfriend like wow. I did I'm like I don't care I'm not going to yeah. do that like I I we used to be friends I was just being like kind like because I care about you but I'm not going to do that no yeah that's that's not cool yeah. <laughs> oh, people. The social medias. They've yeah. given everyone a lovely mask to hide behind and let out their brutal anger. Oh, man. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, uh, I've got I've to wrap and feed some children some suppers. Alrighty. But thank you, sister, for reenacting this lovely time. You're welcome, sister. We'll be, we'll be famous. Famous again. Well, we'll be at the Oscars for podcasting before you know it. Oh, yes. We will be on the red carpet asking people awkward right. questions. It'll be the blue carpet for blue mics. Yes. And it'll be sponsored by the Blue Yeti. We'll be stuck, like, asking all the YouTube celebrities questions. <laughs> exactly. Stuck at the very back. Yeah. Where, like, the nobody's Ah, uh, excuse me. Yes. Excuse me. Hi. Yes. I know that you've already been asked a hundred questions, but we have the best ones down here. <laughs> Say goodbye to your little friend. Thanks for listening to Basic Brainheart. I'm not great at farewell, so uh, that'll do, pig. Check back soon for more heart pumping. Brainheart.
boosting content.